0: Good morning, we have just finished our live workouts, we had core, a bit of toning today with the old towel, the good old towel, who never fails to impress my muscles and your glutes. So, just wanted to jump on and talk, answer a questions about do you need to count calories, it's a question that comes up a lot, now, to lose weight this is you're going to hate me. Yes and no. So here's the lowdown. Technically, here's why you don't need to count calories. You don't need to count calories because as long as you're in a calorie deficit, you will lose body fat. As long as you're in a calorie deficit, morning dawn, you will lose body fat. However you do this, whether that is, eating more vegetables and protein will generally make people more satiated, have a higher levels of satisfaction this can result in someone eating fewer calories if someone and counting calories i'm also i could also refer to counting points slimming world etc so let's say someone is following slimming world the idea of slimming world is that the foods you choose will lead you to fewer calories however if you're not losing body fat it basically means that the rules that you've chosen or the rules that have been given to you aren't resulting in you losing body fat, okay? Because in the middle, if you see there's a principle in the middle to fat loss and that's calorie deficit. Now, this is fat loss, not weight loss that I'm on about now. Because losing fat is losing body fat. Losing weight can be water, muscle, body fat, bits of organ, as your organs shrink. So. I'm losing, losing body fat here. So all around the outside of this, so this is the principle, around the outside, you've got Weight Watchers, Slimming World, you've got counting calories, you've got high protein diets, you've got keto, you've got vegan. All these things exclude certain foods, whether it's portions or food groups, gluten-free, dairy-free. To, and they, ultimately, they work because they hit a principle. They work when they hit the principle. Now, this is dietary I'm talking about here. And it's why you don't need to necessarily count calories because sometimes if someone chases more protein drinks more water they subconsciously eat less and then they eat fewer calories so they haven't had to track them but they're in a calorie deficit now it might reach a point where someone goes not losing any more now i'm doing what i was always doing but because one you've got smaller two you've got used to doing what you're doing three by going smaller you need fewer calories four if you're not exercising and putting on maybe muscle changing your body shape tone your metabolism is probably going to slow up even more. You'll reach a point where you've got to eat less and less and less, unless you're burning a bit more or maybe trying to tone up. So actually, maybe you're happier at a different body fat percentage, body fat level or weight, I should say, as your body shape changes. You're like, actually, I'm a dress size smaller, but, and this happens a lot, I'm a dress size smaller, but I'm not at my target weight. I thought I'd need to get to this weight to do it, but because I've changed shape, I can feel more firmer around my stomach, but the weight's not moving. All these things, we're playing with our head in here. Now, here's why you should count calories, potentially for some people, if you literally have no idea why you're not losing weight. And I say this because there's so many rules, like I just said, that you can apply here that it can be quite confusing. If you've, if you've been, and now you've got to be honest with yourself, and I'm going to be honest, no one often talks about this. You've got to be really honest with yourself and say, have I been consistent with any of these principles? Or have they just not worked for my lifestyle? And if that's either way, you'll probably learn more from a week of tracking your calories than any of these. Because you might go, actually, my good intentions were stolen. That healthy bar, that healthy breakfast, was the same as a pizza in calories. I could have had a curry for that. And I've been avoiding curry and then binging on that because I couldn't have that. It came up the other day. Someone had been fo- one of the ladies had been following Weight Watchers. Hi, Maureen. Hi, Maureen. Hi, Julie. One of the ladies had been following Weight Watchers. And she said, I've been avoiding cheese because it was uh, deemed a bad food. And I've been having banana sandwiches. And I realised there's no protein in it. I wasn't enjoying it. And then I'd eat cheese anyway. Now she's like... I know from the calorie tracking just for a week that I can actually have a cheese sandwich, I've got more protein, now more calcium, I'm fuller, and I'm satisfied of craving. And the result of that is that that's worked for her. Now she's got a different mindset with her relationship with food. So although calorie counting for some can go, ah, it's too obsessive, for her, she's now less obsessive because she's more aware of the facts. And it's similar with juices, it's similar with healthy foods like avocados, not that they're bad, But it's being mindful that healthy doesn't mean fat loss. Fat loss comes through the calorie deficit. And there's many ways to get there. So I'm going to make this more practical now. Morning, Wendy. Counting your calories even for a week is something that, or even three days, is something that can give someone like myself a really better understanding of to help you. If you came to me and said, this is what I eat and this is what the calories I've eaten. Protein, carbs, fats, which an app does for you anyway. I can help you a lot more than if you... Now, this is if you're really unsure. That doesn't mean you have to do it forever. And I would actually go as far as saying you wouldn't need to. You wouldn't need to do it forever. Now, at the same time, though, all these other factors, if we haven't been consistent with things like water, getting our sleep right, focusing on our relationship with food, which which can come into it a little bit, our exercise level, in terms of changing our body shape, our protein intake, looking at, we could look at the carbohydrate, which inadvertently is calorie counting to an extent, but more practical. So we're doing a habit challenge at the moment. We haven't mentioned calories once. And one of the ladies have lost seven pounds just from focusing on chewing her food more, sitting down when she eats, drinking more water, protein at every meal, getting more fruit and veggie. It's like not a calorie has been counted but subconsciously, technically, she's hitting the principles of the calorie deficit because she's more aware of her habits. What I'm saying here is that this does come down to you. What I would say, if you don't want to count calories, you've got to exhaust this principle, which is make sure you get protein at every meal. Serve your plate so that you shove vegetables on every meal first. That's going to fill you up the fiber, the bulk of the meal, the water, the slow digestion of fiber, of vegetables. Then hit your protein on, then hit your carbs on, every meal. Give yourself a bit of a snack allowance. You know, you could give yourself like, just say in the morning, I will snack on this and this today. That's what I'm going to have. That's me done. So you have fewer decisions to make throughout the day, because the more decisions you have to make, the more it drains your willpower. You throw the decisions of work, email, family, friends, looking after them, Then then this, 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 then the news. Group of six, can I mingle with them? Are you in my bubble, are you a bubble? Blowing bubbles. Bubbles. That escalated to bubbles. My point here is you've got to reduce your movement. You've got to exhaust those principles. If you're still hungry after a meal, have you drunk enough water? Have you eaten enough vegetables? Could you eat more protein? These are all things that subconsciously make people eat less. They've done studies on eggs for breakfast, for example. When people have eggs at breakfast, this wasn't even a weight loss study, but they actually found this. Morning, Ali. If people had eggs for breakfast, they subconsciously ate less through the day. They weren't dieting or anything, they just add libitum. So they, could just, they just went about their day and they said, just let us know what you eat at the end of the day. When people had the extra breakfast, they tended to eat less. And they think it's due to satiety of eggs. We know that already. We know as we age as well, eggs seem to be a bit of a superfood with their vitamin D, eye health, antioxidants, fullness, protein quality, not just quantity. That's that. But if you're on the other side and you're like, actually, yeah, I need to learn more about what I'm doing and I'm willing and I'm frustrated with my results right now. I'm not seeing results. And it's, and actually, even though it seems like counting calories is laborious, is it as laborious and as hard as not getting any results and still having to do stuff? Because that's exhausting too. We sometimes forget about what is exhausting, what's hard. Like, Yes, change is hard, but also, is it hard to stay the same too? What's harder? What are the benefits if you do change? What are the benefits if you do go, ah, I can just make a small swap? So, I hope that helps. Good morning, Jill. I hope that helps. We are on to yoga, beginner's yoga this morning with Bindu. So I'm going to hop off here just in case it, people go, oh, Matt, why are you on when we should be doing yoga? So... Have a great day. Any questions, let me know. Great news on private studio and gyms and health, fitness, as we open back up next week, next Thursday. So if you want more information about our 28-day kickstart, brand new studio in Devizes, studio in Marlborough, we open back up next Thursday. So I will see you soon. Take care.